Hello, and welcome to the Elevate Your Awesome podcast. I am your host, Molly Mahoney, and I cannot wait to help you unlock your inner awesome and elevate it by using the magic of Facebook Live, Messenger Bots, and all sorts of social media strategies so that you can build more credibility, visibility, and be known as the authority in your space in a way that allows you to attract a flood of leads who are ready to throw credit cards at your face. Ma, I don't know why that's the mom face that I went to, Kim. We could also, let's give like kisses and hugs because that's what we do as moms, right? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so if you're a mom or if you're a, uh, you know, have a fur babies or you're a dad or you're someone who just wants to have an actual life aside from the amazingness that you have when you build your business, today we are so blessed, so honored to have the amazing Kim Garst here with us talking about something that's a little different than you may usually hear from her. We're going to talk about the balance between family, life, and business. What? Ken, you want to say hi? Is there, is there such a thing? Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. You I'm so amazing. Molly. Yeah. Hooray. We're here at Live TV. And this is a topic that we actually discussed a couple months ago, you and I at a fun little table in the corner of a room and how we do so much to build our businesses. If you don't know Kim Garst, you've obviously been sleeping under a rock. She <laughs> is so amazing and has such awesome um, social media, digital marketing, all sorts of things that she is um, teaching people to do. I know that she's been in a place at some point was building things out for people as well. I don't know if you're building things for people anymore. Are you Kim or are you doing mainly consulting? Maybe since I'm in this, uh, in between phase of, you know, really trying to, do we have an echo? Um, I don't hear it. Yeah, I got, uh, oh, well, if you don't hear it, we're good. Hopefully okay. everybody else can, cause I got a little feedback there. Um, but I'm, I'm doing some new things, shifting my business structure just a little bit. And, uh, as always, when you teach things, people think they can do it. So they, you know, they buy the course or the training and then they realize, oh my gosh, this is hard. I can't do this. And, you know, they circle back and say, Hey, can you just do this for me? So there's always the opportunity, I think, as a, tr when you are in the education, business um, to have services. For I sure. love it. So, and if you are in the education business and you're watching this, let us know, say, um, what should we say? Say education in the comments down below. And actually I would love it since Kim is here with the mall stars for the first time. That's what we call the amazing members of our community. Kim, um, let us know in the comments so that we can share with Kim what you offer in your business. Cause as you ask those questions, it'll help us to really fine tune this content specifically for you, which is so cool. Which we and love doing. I love that. Yes. And I, you know, and you've been such an awesome um, inspiration to me and if not inspiration for me, not only in the business sense, but also in the live streaming sense. And I thought it would be fun before we jump into these balance things that we're going to be talking about, if balance is even possible. Um, I thought it'd be fun to talk a little bit about some of your favorite um, live stream tips. When people comment below with the word show notes, they're going to get the show notes, which will include something pretty cool. Can you tell us what it will include? Actually, I'm pretty excited about this because I am, I've been in the live streaming space for a long time. I was one of the kind of the first to really uh, adopt it. And and um, I've been slacking a little. So I'm getting back to it. And part of that process was, oh, my gosh, all this new stuff. You know, there's so many new mm -hmm. things and, uh, you know, new tools, new apps, new, 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 new. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that I stumbled across um, in my friend Shirlene Johnson's event, she shared this with me because I'm going to turn it off so that you guys can see it. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a mirror and it's flat. I mean, see how little I mean, and it's pink. For those of us girly girls, um, but it's uh, it, and it's a light. It's got a cool little um, little thing that you you snap to the center of it, and you can put your phone on it. So oh, show, really, can you show us the snapping part? Snapping that, part. I, yes. love, I love the rose gold. I have to say, I'm a sucker for rose gold. All right. Oh my gosh, your pillows on your couch behind you. How have I never seen that before? Yes. Stop it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so here's the snap thing. And it snaps right on. And now you can put your phone in there and you turn it on. So hopefully I don't blind everybody. And it's got light settings. So you can increase the light as needed. 
Um, and I use it, um, you know, like right now, like for example, you'll see right, as you can see right now, I have, I do have some lights on above me, but I'm going to get ready. I'm turning it on and ramping it up and see, you know, it kind of gives you that nice glow. And well, I love the fact that it's like stage lighting kind of. So if you know, on the, on the bottom of the stage, the lights that they have that come up that way, like the, cause we do so much of the, the light from above, right? But this is like all encompassing. Well, you know, I love, I, I used to love my ring light. And I still love the ring light, but it's cumbersome. Yeah. Right? You have to tote it around. This thing is flat. It's the size of a, like a laptop, which is amazing, which is amazing. So, so I'm, cool. I'm really loving that. So you guys, that's one of my newbies you'll find in the, like you said, in the freebie. Oh, good. So I um, am, okay, I'm going to be like super transparent with everybody. I have had some serious issues with my keywords lately. And this is one of the things that I want to talk about. So the keywords are when you comment below, you get sent another, um, you'll be sent something from our messenger bot. And then our keyword is going to send it to you, um, not our keyword, our, um, our messenger bot is going to send you a message that will give you the show notes. And I all day today, because of this lovely thing of balance, which is having kiddos and having a business and having a life, I keep messing up my own keynotes today. So um, I'm going to take a second and make sure that the keynote for today is set, uh, the keyword for today is set up properly. So you guys, when you comment below, it's going to be um, two words show notes, not just one word. And I'm going to go check on it right now to make sure that it's okay. And while I do that, Kim, I would love to start by just asking you, if you can share with us a little bit about how it was for you when you first launched your business, because I know you had littles at home at that point, right? So how can you tell us just a little bit about that part of your journey um, and how that was? Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started my business, it was because I had my first little, you know, and um, I was getting ready to go to law school and they laid him in my arms and life shifted. My my priorities shifted. Um, I decided I wasn't going to go back to work as a paralegal, which is where what I was doing at the time, nor was I going to go to law school. This was a big decision for me because I was the first one in my family to actually get a college degree. So the fact that I had a had got made that major achievement or reached that major achievement and then was going to go on and become a lawyer was a big deal, you know. So um, you know how you you plan pre plan life sometimes, and I had pre planned life, and uh, obviously the pre planning was just that. <laughs> It didn't last long. So uh, and that's like the same for everything, right? Like yeah. we need that plan to be able to make the next step. And then we're presented with something that can totally shift that plan. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, my, my husband has often said life doesn't tell you what to do, but it sure does give you hints. And um, so, like I say, life shifted and um, I became a stay at home mom. And uh, we were young and we thought we could go from two incomes to one and quickly realized that that wasn't going to work. So I was like, okay, what can I do from home? And of course, back in the day, because I'm a little older, there wasn't YouTube videos to watch until your eyes bled. There wasn't, uh, you know, any real resources as it relates to commercial types of, you know, business opportunities. So um, I, I basically just taught myself how to uh, do web design initially, but you had to spend a lot of time on the phone because, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> because there was no such thing as social media. Uh, back in the day, I would use B2B boards and AOL chat business chat rooms to connect with people. And because there was such a distrust with the process, you'd have to get on the phone. You know, you'd have to get on the phone and talk to people. Wait, wait, and, stop you there for a second. Because this is something... Ooh. Now I'm echoing again. Okay, this is something that we... Ah. That we talk about a lot is the fact that you actually do need to get on the phone. And people, like... Now, even though we do have all these magical tools, the phone is still something that's so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's no substitute for a conversation, um, in my opinion. But because I spent so much time, uh, I, you know, was literally spent all day long, it seemed like some days on the phone. And of course, I had the my one son at the time. So I was I was on the floor playing Legos uh, and on the phone. So do you really okay, I laugh at my 
but like, let's, I, I promised to myself that today with you in this video, in this thing, and we kind of talked about this earlier, that we would be really open in a place of being totally transparent. And I, um, how many of you who are watching this, if you're going to be totally transparent, maybe you're not making calls, but I think now it's actually easier for us to be on the phone. It's worse today. I'll just yeah. be straight up with you. Um, today, we can't turn it off. We have this yeah. little device here with us 24-7. Most of us probably, I venture to say, go to bed with it at night. <laughs> um, it never turns off. So there's never, it's not like, you know, kind of back in the day where you went, you had a nine to five job where you went to work and you left and you could leave work. Today, we don't leave work. And I think if there's anything that I can share is that you have to set some boundaries and some expectations with those that you serve. Okay. So we're going to, I want to make sure that's one of the things that I, that came up because we did a lot of, I did some questions, um, some opportunity for people to ask questions ahead of time. And that was one of the main questions that came up. So um, let's continue with your story. Cause I, I really want to hear this, but that's something that we definitely want to come back to is how to set those boundaries. And for me, one of the thing that's, things that's the hardest is how to maintain those boundaries. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want to hear more about boundaries, tell us that in the comments below because we'll come back to it for sure. Yeah. So what ultimately happened, um, you know, it took me uh, almost five years to make my first $60. So if you're out there and you're still struggling a little bit, hang in there. I promise you it probably won't take you five years because today there's resources. <laughs> you know, back then there were no resources. I, I <laughs> Uh, you know, I just had to teach my, figure out how to teach myself. And, um, but that's it. It took five years to make the first what? $60. Okay. Yeah. So that is like such a testament to the idea that we have to keep going and we need to, um, you know, perseverance and the fact that this is possible. So if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, it's taken me three weeks to make $60. No, five years, five years. And looking back, you know, hindsight, you always, I'm, I'm like, why did my husband not say, you know, smack, smack, Kim, you, you got to go get a job. This isn't going to work, but he never did that. He always supported me. And, um, and then we, um, had the second child and, so of course there's a four year span between the two. Um, but prior to my second child being born, I just shared that it took me uh, five years to make my first $60. My office was in my dining room. So some of you probably have offices in your dining room or somewhere in your home. And, um, and I went on to make my first or, or create my first seven figure business for my dining room table. So it can be done. And there is that balance thing that for me, I didn't really understand. And I would say a lot of us, when we get so crazy with our businesses, we don't have a balance. Uh, and, and I would say that there's really not that word balance. I hate because I don't think it's a balance thing. I think it's a boundary thing yeah. and, and establishing, we talked about, we'll go back to the boundaries in a little bit, but you know, everybody talks about work-life balance. There's seasons in both. And I think that you have to figure out what those seasons are and, and establish the boundaries around those things so that you can have every, everything because you can have it all. You just have to figure that piece out for yourself. What's important to you? Um, establishing some expectations and some boundaries around how you deal with your business and, you know, make sure that you um, really are present when you're with your family. Yeah. So the seasons I love, I don't, do you know Todd Herman? Are you familiar yes. with him? Yeah. So he talks a lot about how he says there is no such thing as balance as well. And the way he describes it is that in nature, something is either growing or dying. It doesn't just stop. Right. So setting these seasons, I think is such a great, a great thing. Um, okay. So let's talk about like actual boundaries. So do you have boundaries that you actually practice with yourself for this? Um, what, how, tell us how you're setting this, doing this thing with boundaries. Well, it's interesting because now I'm, I'm an empty nester or my husband and I are empty nesters. So the boys are no longer home. So it's a little easier now than when they were little, obviously. But um, I'll give you a couple of examples of what I think is boundaries. And I think this could be a, um, uh, you know, even if your children are small. So one of our things was, um, my, my youngest son is finishing. He's in his last year, his last uh, year at college and he's always played hockey since he was five. So he was on the college hockey team and, um, the weekends were like, um, obviously 
game time. And that was a boundary for us, for me yeah. specifically. I was like, I'm not missing games. You know, if I have to like, you know, turn down opportunities, so be it. That's a boundary for me. That is, I'm not going to miss his games. Now, there was sometimes when the, I couldn't hold true to that, when, you know, there were, but for the most part, I, I uh, put a little gate around that time and, you know, I didn't let anything interfere with that. So I guess my point around that is, you can absolutely figure out what that looks like for you. You know, what are those boundaries for you? What do you not want to miss out on in your life and in your kids' lives? And, you know, put a little fence around it. It doesn't mean you can't hop it sometimes, but <laughs> if you establish those boundaries, then then you are, it's not as easy for you to, uh, you know, to to say, okay, well, screw that, you know, because that's important to me, you know. Yeah. So when you establish that level of importance, then it's 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 important, and you will protect it. And you know, I think that's such a great point because oftentimes when they're pre- this is what happens to me, and I, if you're watching this, I would so love to know if these happen if these things happen to you as well. Um, what happens is like an amazing opportunity will come up in a time when let's say I've set every Saturday and Sunday is family time, and I think sometimes I set boundaries that are too. Great, because obviously not every Saturday and Sunday is going to be family time, right? Um, so then I end up going in this thing with, I'll talk, to, and this is like super transparent, but I talk to my husband and I try to like sugarcoat it and make it like this thing where I'm like convincing him that I can do something and he feels that weird energy because I'm sensing that he's going to be, you know, irritated by it or, um, and not angry from a place of like, what are you doing? But from a place of like, this is our family time, right? So, um, if you pick specific things, like Monday nights, Frankie has rehearsal for, he's doing Peter Pan right now. He's uh, six, he's doing Peter Pan. So I know Monday night is my time when I actually stop working early on Mondays so that I can go get him. That's my time to pick him up from school early or pick him up from school and take him to uh, to his rehearsal. So if we have those those things identified that we set as our boundaries, and then I love how you said that from time to time we can jump the fence. That's you so should. Good. I mean, don't yeah. g- give yourself some grace, but don't give yourself grace like every opportunity. You can't like talk yourself out of making that time that you set aside non important because then it just loses its value. And it truly didn't mean anything to you to begin with, which is mm-hmm. a hard thing to say. Mm-hmm. That but, was like a goosebumps moment. <laughs> yes. I mean, you, you really do have. And I think lots of times when and I'll give you another example. When you start to achieve a little, uh, a level of success with your business and people are constantly asking you questions and constantly uh, saying, Hey, can you help me do this? Hey, can you help me do that? Or whatever. This is another boundary moment. You have to establish boundaries. So like if you have a group, for example, like I have a, a, um, a group for my inner circle and um, I set times that I would be in that group versus them thinking that just because they ask a question at midnight that I was going to be right there answering their question. So set some boundaries and expectations with those that you serve so that it's, I mean, and they get it. It's not like, but if you set the expectation that you're always on, they expect you to be always on. That's so true. And sometimes, and let me know again, if you found yourself in this place, say been there in the comments down below, because sometimes I've found that, I get over, I set expectations that are really not possible because I, I, we love what we do, right? And we want to be there to serve and we are creating the problem for ourselves by saying that we're going to be in there, you know, answering questions all day, every day or whatever it is. Um, another one that I just thought of, and I, I would love to know if you do this. Um, my friend Diane Hoffman helped me come up with this, which is when you get questions in Messenger, and this can be for any of you. I know we have lots of direct sales professionals here. We have lots of service-based professionals here. And for all of you, if you're building a team, this was really big for me when I actually had a pretty large direct sales team. I would get questions all day long, all the time, and I would want to support them. Instead, I came up with a list of responses that I could use to um, serve them, to empower them to come up with potentially their own answers or to move them to a group um, like you just mentioned, like you could say, ooh, that's a great question to post in the inner circle. And yes. so to have people go to the group so that you can answer there. Yes, I totally agree. I think that really um, makes a difference when you give people opportunities, but you it's not 
you know, not, you're not always there. And, you know, office hours, I see that uh, yeah. somebody mentioned that. I do that too. So, um, in my inner circle, you know, we're there eight to five, Monday through Friday. If you ask a question on the weekend, it doesn't mean that sometimes somebody won't pop in on the weekends, but the expectation is that, you know, we'll see you Monday morning kind of thing. Go enjoy your life and your family. Yes. Okay. So this is actually an awesome, I love that you just said that you're there eight to five Monday through how, when? Monday Monday through Friday. So Mark just said, um, Mark joins us from England, which is awesome. And he actually helps mamas because he puts on birthday parties for them, which is so cool. Oh, Um, I I see little balloons. Oh, yeah. So cute. Um, people want an instant reply. So sometimes I lose business for not getting back right away. That I have a couple of ideas about that, but would you have, like, do you have your team in there? Do you have team members? Because you're obviously not on call from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. So how are you managing that? Right. You can have a team member, absolutely. Or depending on how they're connecting with you, you can have a bot set up. So if they're connecting with you on your fan page, for example, uh, you know, obviously you can have a welcome message that says something. You can even change your welcome message. Um, on Friday evening when you're getting ready to, to head out for the weekend, right? Or, and you could change it again on Monday morning because that's something that's quick and easy. So, um, regardless, there are definitely ways that you can set the expectation where people don't think you're ignoring them. Mm. And, you know, if you're going to go somewhere for the weekend, okay, um, you just say so. Listen, I, you know, I'm taking my kids to the lake this weekend, but I don't want you to think I'm ignoring you. So I promise you that first thing on Monday morning, you'll hear from me. I, you know what I love about that too is there's so many places we can set these boundaries. Like in a pin post, in our email, you can set an email autoresponder, um, in your messenger bot, um, on the cover photo on your Facebook page. There's all these places you can set these, uh, boundaries. And if you come to it from a place where your energy is, um, is like stressed out about it or feeling annoyed or, you know, there's some sort of anxiety around it that sometimes translates into the way that we put those messages out there. So I've seen people who say like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm overwhelmed by all the whatever here, but leave your question and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. No, that's no. not going to work. <laughs> no, you want them to feel like they're the most important person in your world. And at the same time, you want to make sure that you set that boundary that, you know, you understand that they're important. This is what's going on in your world. As soon as you get back on Monday morning, they're going to be top of the top of the list. You'll get back to them. And, you know, I, I, I've heard us other people say, well, you know, people and Mark said it, too. You know, well, people get mad, you know, if I'm not right there. Well, you're not meant to serve that person then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is so good too. So I had just written to comment below if you love your clients or your team members. And this is why, like, we weren't really going to talk too much about business today. We're going to talk about, you know, mama-ness and all of that. (laughs) But this is why it's so important to know who your ideal client is. Because you want to be attracting people who understand that you have this, this balance in place and who want that balance in place for the, or whatever boundaries in place. Balance will be the term that we use because that's like the easiest, but, um, but you want people who understand that in your, in your audience, right? Absolutely. And uh, honestly, if it's my opinion, it's been my experience too, that if you do set the boundaries and you are serving the right type of person that, um, they're not going to mind if they have to wait until Monday morning. In fact, they're going to be cheering you on that you're going somewhere and spending time with your family. And, um, you know, sometimes I see people will just because someone asks a question right then doesn't mean they need that response right away. I've had people when I have responded to them, if I've said that, cause this is okay. Uh, this is like truth talk. Give me a truth talk down below. If you've been here. Um, the truth <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I will set the boundaries and then I break my own boundaries at times when I'm not actually making a decision to jump over the fence. Yes. It's because it's such a habit for us. And then sometimes my clients will write back and be like, Molly, you're supposed to be with your kids right now. Why are you responding to me? Yeah. <laughs> like they actually want the boundaries for us more than, more than anything. Right. And the struggle is real. I mean, let's not be, let's not even begin to kid ourselves. So I saw in it, I think it's worse. And maybe I'm just being, I shouldn't maybe say this, but I'm going to say it. Okay. Um, because I don't want to marginalize the men or the dads. Um, but I do think that as women, we internalize that uh, guilt 
that we have for the lack of being able to do everything at 100%, or that's the way our our mind thinks, you know. Um, I saw a post um, from my friend Katie Lance earlier, and she was talking about the fact that she was going, um, getting on a plane, and she said, you know, she was looking in the rear view uh, and saw the her little ones, you know, waving by and how tough that is, right? And we can't help but, like not, I mean, it's just like part of us. It's our heart. And, you know, when you are going out and doing great things that you enjoy for, from a work perspective, there's that like guilt that you do. Do I, should I do this? Should I be going out and, and taking time away from my kids, et cetera? It's hard. So let's talk about that because that I remember so much when I was um speaking in Austin at social media week, I had to fly straight to social media marketing world from there. Um, and my husband had to take our kids on a flight home by himself. We had actually been on a cruise before that, which we had this amazing week of no working. And then I went straight into social media week, Austin. And I know my, my son, Frank was like sobbing hysterically because he kept saying, I don't, he's like, I'm not going to have your body for cuddles. And he just kept saying <laughs> your body, which was like, Oh my gosh. I know my husband was, you know, irritated at the time also because he was taking the boys back all the way by himself by himself and it was super hard for me yeah and i knew that i was making the right decision in that moment that we had had this amazing trip and then i was stepping into the person that i know that i'm meant to be as this business owner and, and, and sharing that example for our kids of like setting those boundaries not only on the family side but on the business side too and it's interesting because I I think that as a working mom, and it depends on if you're going to, there's difference between, I think, going to a office and working from your home where your office is at home. That can be a real struggle, a way bigger struggle, I think, than if you're going somewhere. So when you go somewhere, your kids are conditioned to know that mommy's going to work, right? And so therefore it's, it's okay. I think that that's something that kids need to understand when you're working from home, that there's the time that they, that you are working. And then there's the time when you have to be a hundred percent with them. And then to your point, when you, you have to make those hard decisions when when there's seasons. So let's go back to that. I said this earlier where there is are seasons in our business and there are seasons in, in life. So um, seasons in our business, maybe we've got a product launch and we have, we're just, we're just nose to the grindstone trying to hammer it all out. There's a thousand one details that need to be taken care of. And, you know, we just have to work longer than we would normally work. And then there's seasons in life where, you know, you you may have a sick parent or you may have a sick child and you have to step back from your work to spend more time with things that are more important in that moment. Or maybe those things are things that you plan or right too. Absolutely. I mean, you could be going on vacation. You could be, um, you could be going, taking your kids to practice every day. You know, whatever that is, you know, it, there's, like I say, there's seasons and the balance can sometimes like to go back to that balance, whatever that looks like. Everybody has got to put some boundaries around those things and make sure that you don't make your business so much more important than the things that truly ultimately matter. And that's a hard thing. I mean, not to say that the business doesn't matter. I don't mean it like that. I just mean that sometimes we give so much importance to the business and to the people that we serve that we, we slight our families in some ways. And not only do we slight our families, we slight ourselves. Yes. Right. Yes, we do. Kim, have you ever had those moments? I had one really pretty bad last year in July. Um, a burnout because you don't set those boundaries? Yes. In fact, my first four businesses, I had four businesses simultaneously and, uh, it was crazy. And I, um, I got so burnt out. I was literally tiptoeing. I'd go to bed with my husband at night. And then as soon as he was asleep and I'd lay there like, okay, is he asleep? 
he sounds like he's breathing deep. I think, yep, okay, he's snoring. We're good. So I would tiptoe down the steps and I would work because I had too much work. I couldn't get it all done. And yet I know he would fuss at me if he knew that, um, you know, I was getting up in the middle of the night because he, he busted me numerous times uh, where, you know, I he caught me. He'd wake up and I'd be gone. So uh, I ultimately was so fried that I just had to make the decision to sell those businesses. I sold those businesses. And did you sell, yeah. sell all four? I sold all four businesses. And um, and I, I just I kept some high end clients and I just stepped back. Yeah. Because I, I found I I lost my compass, hmm. um, you know I I I really lost the connection to my family, and I had made this monster business that I had created my focus. Yeah, and it's so, hard. So let I I'd love this to be kind of workshoppy. So let's. <laughs> Let's talk about two things. So, and then I have some questions from our audience too that I want to make sure I ask you. Okay. But let's, if you're watching this live or in the replay, go ahead and share what is, I have two questions. One is, what is something that you can prioritize in your family or in your life that will be that fence that you're going to make the decision? Are you going to jump over it? Or is it that, um, you know, that's the thing that's mainly going to be there as the boundary that you're going to say no to other things, but set this is something that's really important. So like I shared for me with Frankie having his rehearsals on Monday nights, um, what are, what's something that you can set that boundary around? Is it bedtime with your kiddos? If you have littles at home, uh, Kim, what's something for you now that your kids are grown? Do you have those boundaries in your life? And then let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Anytime I get uh, an opportunity to spend time with my kids now, it's a boundary. So uh, my oldest, for example, is in the military. And if he says he's coming home for a week, boundary, you know, uh, if I get a chance to go visit him, uh, that's my focus, you know. So right now, um, my time and I, I learned a big lesson when my mom passed a few years back where I had this exact scenario happen where I, I would go visit when she was sick and, you know, every time she was in the hospital, I was there, but my, um, it was still the same thing. My, my work, people relied on me, you know, people, I, you know, I had, I had, uh, team members, people relied on me for their livelihood. Uh, I couldn't just walk away. Right. So it was one of those things where I, I really had, when I, when we lost her, um, the guilt was like ridiculous. I mean, I just, and it's taken me a while to get to a place where once you wouldn't have wanted that and two, uh, realizing that, you know, family is really, really, uh, important to me. And so anytime now that I have that opportunity, you know, with my kids, um, or my, you know, my dad or whatever, I, that's my dime, you know, I'm going to make that time. I don't want to ever have that regret again. Yeah. You know, and yesterday, I mean, well, and it's, it's crazy that it takes moments like that to wake us up. Right. And, uh, and it's still, it's like a constant for, for me anyway. And maybe this is, I, I think most people are in the same place, especially people who'd be here because we're all committed to our entrepreneurial, you know, drive and all of that. But it's not something that you can, I've found that it's not something you can just make the choice. And like, this is the boundary that I'm setting. And then it's set. It's like, you have to, it's a difference between saying you're going to do something and really deciding so that you don't have to reconvince yourself to commit to it. But like, how do you make it consistent? You know? And I think, you know, what I said about sometimes you can jump the fence. Um, you, that has to be a hard decision. Hmm. You, you know, whatever you have set uh, a boundary around, don't treat it lightly. Don't like, oh, well, you know, uh, this, this is just too good of an opportunity. Is it really? Or will that opportunity come again? Or, you know, this client needs X, Y, Z. Well, is anybody going to die or start bleeding if you don't do it right in that moment? I, mean, so I had this moment yesterday, actually, because we, ha you know, things are amazing and we're adding more team members and we're doing loads of done for you services. And with the done for you services, which is super cool. And I love being able to support our clients that way. I think it's funny how things that I'm building for myself are getting messed up as I'm focusing more on building things for other people. But, um, but you know, when you have that, sometimes they call they, it's something about there's a word connected with the word creep. I don't know. It's like something creep. What's that called? 
Do you know what I'm uh, talking about? Oh, uh, well, uh, creepy then? Uh, I don't know. I, I know what you're saying, but I can't think of what it is either. So, so it's like that you think that there's going to be this much work, and this is even like what's in the agreement of what you've set up with with someone. Or even for yourself, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, but this needs to be done too. Oh, and this needs to be done too. Oh, and this needs to be done too. And the list of the little tasks that all of a sudden you've committed to starts to grow, right? And yesterday, I had a call set up at four o'clock. It was actually a call for myself. I've hired someone to help me write two songs that I can use at events and um, just to kind of be an anthem for the mall stars. But I keep putting it off because business stuff is coming first. And I got to the call with him yesterday and he's like so wonderful and amazing and holds this space for me. And it's like very creative work. And I got on the call and I was like sitting in this exact chair and I literally just sat like, <laughs> so he started the call and he said, are you okay? And I was like, yep. I'm just fried. Okay. So just, <laughs> just let your free creative uh, juices flow and you figure it out. <laughs> was is that I knew that I like my my instinct was to say I can't do this right now because I have all these little things that I need to do and he said well do you want to cancel and I it was one of the first times that scope creep thank you Tom scope creep amen yes so shout out to Tom because he is going to be officially we decided this morning that he's going to be helping us at the prepared performer to get our show notes all written up and to do some bot build stuff for us which is so cool and Tom is like a brilliant business coach and marketer and all this. I'm super stoked to have him join us. Um, so I, and it wasn't that I was like stressed. It was really that I had this list that I wanted to prioritize over the things that were really in my boundaries and my fences. This is what was really important. Right. And it was one of the first times that I said, no, I'm not going to reschedule because I keep rescheduling and this list, I will wake up tomorrow and I can do it. <laughs> like it's going to be okay. I, I mean, truly, I mean, that maybe that's a great thing to say when something um, is about to intrude upon what you've set aside for. Like if it's an appointment, that's something to do with your business that you need to do versus, or you want to do versus doing that done for you type of work for others. Um, you know, hey, is is anybody going to die? Is anybody going to start bleeding if I don't do this in this moment? And yeah. if not, maybe you're like, okay, I've got to take care of X, Y, Z, and then I'll circle back to uh, the the other stuff. Totally. You know? And it, it used to happen. I get this gets so loud. I it used to happen for me. Oh, is this better? Oh, that's worse. <laughs> this far away. I get really excited. It used to happen for me when I was waiting tables. Like I would get myself to a place where I was like, this mayonnaise wasn't on this burger. Like it's so important, but it's it really like, yes, we care about our clients and yes, all these things are important. But when it comes to these, these literal, like it's life or death sometimes as you yeah. know, and, and I think that's a way we, we, you know, when we're, there's a difference between what uh, we are willing to put off for ourselves and what we're willing to put off for a client. And so uh, I'll share this. Um, I used to uh, train a lot of social media managers. Obviously, they're in the done for you business, yeah. right? Do we have and managers here right now? I would love to know. Let us know. Yeah. So, you know, what would happen was they would get so wrapped up in their client work that they weren't taking care of their own social media platforms. And so I said, this is, this is great girls or boys, whatever. If you don't care that that client is ultimately going to say, see ya, and you're going to have to find a new client. So what are they going to do when they go, uh, see if they want to hire you? They're going to look at your social media presence to see if you really know what you, your stuff, right? So I taught them. Um, to do their own social media stuff first. See your own basket and then you go do for your, for your clients because we will put off what we need, no needs to be done for our own business because it's not client based. We don't have, we're not paying ourselves. I mean, we are, but you know what I'm saying? The obligation is heavier when you have a client that is paying you. And therefore a lot of the stuff that needs to be done just gets, you know, pushed to the side because you're so busy doing client work. I can't and, tell you how many social media managers I know have horrible 
paid like social media stuff on their own. And yeah. it's, I'm so glad that that was a focus because it's such a big, crazy deal. It's like the cobbler's shoes, right? Yeah, uh, totally. But we have to, yeah, sew your own basket first. The whole oxygen thing. <laughs> okay, let's jump into some questions. Um, I love the boundaries that people shared below. It's so fantastic. Um, let's let me see some of those boundaries. And there was something about fence, kids after school events. Yes, Lauren. Lauren is an amazing mama too. For a finite number of years, and it's a shared experience. Yes. Um, You're making memories and you can't, you can't take, you can't ever like to go back in time. It doesn't work that way. So time is probably, well, it is your most precious thing. Um, figure out how you want to spend that time. And if it's family based, a, a percentage of it, I mean, some people may not have children yet or, um, you, but you have to spend that time human. making memories. And you're a human. Yes. You know, and then, I mean, this kind of stuff, I had a, a talk with a good friend last night who um, is caring for his grandmother right now. And for him, it's not about work that's that's causing this struggle. It was like he was literally in a place where everyone is counting on him to care for his grandmother. And he's like, but I, I'm not able to have my own life. Like, it's like, you know, so we've got to set those boundaries for ourselves, no matter what they mean for you. It- Absolutely. I mean, you, uh, whether it's children, whether it's family members, whether it's a hobby that you love and you don't even, you know, how long uh, I love to play golf or I love to play hockey or I love to do this. But, geez, I haven't played that for like two years because who has time anymore? Yeah. So, you know, it could be a lot of things, but whatever it is, you have to make time for it. We all have the same amount of time. You just have to prioritize where you spend the time for the things that are important for you. Yeah. And I love the, the, the thing I think is so important is really setting that expectation ahead of time and then sticking to it. So we have to, if you have questions that come up, um, post them down below too, and we'll, we'll answer them. Um, how Jackie or yeah, Jackie Beal asks, how do you balance free training with paid? I love helping others to build their online presence, but my family feels I give away too much time in my teaching. Well, um, I kind of think that free, you can never outgive your community. One. Um, two, you, you give away the how. I'm sorry, you give away the what. And you sell the what? I mean, the, the, oh, I'm saying this wrong. <laughs> Basically, let's yes. start there because this is like a really good tip. So Be Live does this awesome thing where they take these videos and they repurpose them. So let's like start it from the top and say, yeah. you know, if you feel that you are, if you think that uh, you are giving away too much stuff, think of it like this. You are actually giving away the what and you're selling the how. Okay, so when you are trying to, uh, you know, say, okay, what do I, you know, what, what do I give away? You're painting a picture of the possibilities, essentially, and you're selling the actual how you do, how you create that possibility. So, you know, I, I think there's so many opportunities for us to give away great content um, you know, whether it's in some cases you do tell the how, at least at a rudimentary level, um, so that they get a level of a win, you know, because they have to have a, a win to feel like that they need to know more from you. And so there's a fine balance in some cases. But as a general rule, think of it like that, that you're you're uh, selling or you're you're sharing the picture, the big picture of, you know, what could happen, the what. And then you were selling the how. How do they achieve that what? I love that idea of the picture. I've never thought about it that way. So that, I mean, if, if you were to look at a painting, right, you couldn't, for most of us, you wouldn't be able to just go replicate that painting. There would be so many techniques and brush strokes and different types of brushes and different colors. And maybe they're blending the colors and maybe they're using a certain type of lighting. Like there's so many things that go into making that picture. So good. And Kim, just so you know, we do this funny thing here with the mall stars, which I will give our mall stars a shout out is we use this hashtag nugget. So when people use the hashtag nugget, it means that they've heard something that they really love and that they're going to implement. And um, oftentimes we'll do a selfie light giveaway. Let's do a selfie light giveaway today. So when people comment with it, then at the end, before we shut this down, I'm going to give away a selfie light to someone who commented with the word nugget and the tip that they've learned. Super fun. 
Um, my Miranda, who was here earlier, said that she thinks that we should be called the Nuggeteers. I or wow, Nuggeteers. That's kind of <laughs> the Mole Stars. <laughs> okay, that was such a good answer. I love it. So here's another question, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. So Danielle, who's a member of the Cam Fam, she says, "How do you set office hours and stick to them when you're at home?" And Dr. Phil is really interesting that day. <laughs> she says, well, um, so, she goes on, she goes on. so she says, how do I find a way to support the international? Oh, there's other questions. Oh my gosh. She has like 15 questions. Okay. So Danielle, I'm just going to answer that question and say, turn off Dr. Phil. You can watch it later. Hold on. Let's go to the next question. It or, you know, record it and watch it later. <laughs> um, how do I find a way to support international teammates in different time zones? That's an awesome question. Do you have, um, I'm sure you have international members. I absolutely. And one of the things uh, that we have found is simply because we have those office hours set. Now, this is only for my inner circle. So let me let me restate this. So if I, for everything else, we do have someone that it works up a Philippine uh, a Filipino VA who manages the customer service piece. So we have them like 12 hour shift kind of thing. So there's like somebody always on essentially but for my inner circle which is my paying customers i mean i I mean they're i set the office hours which are you know literally eight to five monday through friday and i have a ton of australian uh, members in that group yet they they know that the office hours are what they are so when they ask a question you know of the morning or their morning by sometimes late that after they're late that afternoon somebody's responded to them so it's an expectation thing most everybody um, you know understands it you know once you've established the boundary they they get it I love that and I think it's important to sometimes like you mentioned we mentioned earlier that some people aren't reading the boundaries I mean I had someone message me on a Sunday night and then was upset that I hadn't responded by Monday morning which I was like you met you know and but just responding not in a place of like oh why are you wanting this for me but just I responded and said hey Totally understand that you're looking for support in this. You messaged me on a Sunday night where I was with my family. Monday, we come in and we go through the messages. (laughs) Well, sometimes I don't think people think, you know, that there's life uh, on the other side of that computer screen. You know, I mean, that's the thing. You have to, you know, you can only do what you can do. But I think any reasonable person uh, that's a, a, a customer or a prospective customer will get the boundary if you're nice about it and you understand. I mean, if you explain that, you know, I have a life. Right? <laughs> well, and you know, I want you to have a life also. Like it's something yes. that you want for them. I remember the first business coach I worked with, we met three times a month um, because she took one week off a month and she was like, and I want my customer, my clients to be able to do that too. Um, okay. So let's, the, One of the things I think would be awesome to wrap up with, and then maybe you can share a few more little things if you want before we close out. But um, Linda says, Nugget, pay staff members or pay staff customer service 24-7 while taking time off. So I, (laughs) Infinity, you're in trouble for your comment. Um, So I would love to know, like, what are your thoughts about bringing on team? And I know for some people it's scary and crazy because it doesn't seem like you actually are in a place when you can fully support that. Yes. You know, so how do you know when you're ready to do that? How do you how do you make that first step? Well, it's so funny that you asked this question because I uh, lots of times when I do podcast interviews, the one of the questions is, what would you tell your younger self? You know, previous version of, of you as an entrepreneur. And um, I always say um, outsource as quickly as you can. And what does that mean? Outsource? I I personally think you should focus on the things that you're good at and find um, a way to outsource what you're not good at. If you are spending more than an hour trying to figure out something, then you need to find somebody who has that skill set because you could be using that time to actually do something like, oh, create money for your business because that's what you do. So I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in the tons of like, uh, you hate to say crapola, but the tons of things that we do each and every day that we don't actually do things that generate revenue in our business. You know, we get to the end of our day and we have had a like hellacious day. It's been like, I've been super busy. What, what, what did I do? I, I don't even know. And well, did I make any money today? And 
that's a problem. So I will, I would suggest this. If you're not sure uh, whether you are ready to outsource yet, I want you to do something for two weeks and you have to commit to it for two weeks. Okay. Before we say this, give us a, are you going to commit to doing this? Two weeks. Two weeks. Let us know in the comments and we'll hold you accountable to it. Okay. So what you need to do is when you wake up in the morning, um, wh- whatever you use, like a uh, notepad or whether uh, you use Slack or whatever, I actually use my own Slack thread to do Ooh, this. I love Slack. Yes. So I know what Slack is. Can you just explain that just in case it's what's absolutely that I really Slack love. is what I use to me- to message. We we it's a communication tool that my team uses to communicate throughout the day, <coughs> and you have your own little. Slack thread that nobody sees but you. So what I use, and I use my my Slack thread for that. So each and every day, I will create a numbered list in there. And um, and the beautiful part is that I have everything in there for like weeks because that's how I keep track of my stuff. So I can see what I've done or not done, you know. So what I want you to do for two weeks is make a numbered list. And I want you to like write down everything. So what normally happens when you make a list is you make a list of the big things you want to do during the day. And then um, throughout the course of your day, you are answering emails, you're on Facebook, you're taking a phone call, you are doing all the things that aren't on your list. So everything you do each and every day, write it down. If it's uh, responding to a messenger or a comment, if it's uh, doing group engagement, that might not be on your list, but you're doing it. So I want you to write down absolutely everything that you do for two weeks. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to see all the places that you're spending time that you don't need to be spending your own personal time. In other words, you can, you'll identify where you need help. If that's a VA to help you with group management, if that's uh, somebody to help you with your email, if that's, you know, where are you spending time on tasks that someone else could do? Okay. I love this. And I want to say that I've been, you know, I've heard that we should do things like this in the past, you know, but I've, I have never actually done it. And this, you know, we have this amazing, we have new team members. I think I, I introduced Veronica to Kim earlier, but Veronica's here too. Veronica, you want to say hi to all the mall stars? This is Veronica. Yes. <laughs> Which is so cool. And I still find myself in a place where I, I know that I sneak into that, where I start doing things I shouldn't be doing. Yes. And, um, and the beautiful part is you can make a generic list and that's what I do usually of the morning. I'll make a list of things that I need to do. And, and then I add to it when I find myself doing other things. But when I get to that place where uh, confusion, okay, what I need to be doing, I go back to my list and it keeps me on track. Yes. So I, I literally write down everything. You will be stunned at one where you're spending your time, maybe dismayed where you're spending your time. Uh, but you'll also identify what types of uh, help you could ultimately get. And I think it takes a two week period because there is some, there's seasons again, right? There's seasons in our business. So, you know, spending like a couple of weeks to like, okay, where am I spending my time and identifying things that someone else could do that you don't have to do. Okay, I want to do something super fun inside our Facebook group. So let's, um, I'm trying to think if Daniel would kill me if we did this in the Belib- in the Belivers group. It might be a little bit too much for the Belivers group. So let's do this inside. To, okay, and I, oh, I'm only going to do this if I get at least 10 of you to comment below that you're committing to this. And <laughs> what I want to do, I think it'd be really cool, Kim, inside my private Facebook group, which is called Facebook Live and Messenger Bots for Entrepreneurs. Um, I would love to do a daily I'll just do like a, the posts ahead of time. I'm going to do them in advance. Veronica, we're going to do this in the Facebook group. Okay. So, and then we all check in and report back to each other what we did that day. Um, I think it could be cool also to list what we've done for ourselves or for our family. Yes. Or for someone else. I mean, do a good deed. I mean, make that one of your daily tasks for, I mean, it doesn't have to be. That's um, a really good idea. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I would also say give yourself some grace uh, if you don't get everything on your list done. Just move those things to the next day. And whatever you move, that's your focus for the next day. 
Okay. Yeah. So that's something <laughs> this is like, and it's awesome having a team member, right? There's these videos that I was supposed to record for, um, I'm speaking at an event and I needed to do a video for them. And then also a testimonial that I had to do for a client or a person that I've worked with. And it went like three days of like, okay, I have to do these videos today. And then the next day I have to do these videos today. And then the next day I have to do these videos today. And it's like, that should not be happening. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and so that happens with our family stuff too. Absolutely. Really what shouldn't happen. Absolutely. And, and that's my point is sometimes we don't know where we're spending our time. The day slips away and literally I, I challenge you, all of you guys that are business owners out there, just write no judgment here. How many of you have had a day where you get to the end of your day and you know, you've like been super busy. You've been like at it hard all day. But you really can't put your finger on one thing that moved the needle in your business. That's what I was just going to say. It's that real, it's the needle moving activity. It's not about like what you've done behind the scenes. It's about what you've done to make, to, you know, to bring that new level of revenue in so that you can continue to grow and support and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's tough for us to realize because we think we're busy. And then lots of times in this, This is another one, guys. Lots of times we think we're super busy and and you're just hustling. I'm hustling, but I am not making any money or I'm not making as much money as I want to make. And this this business building stuff, it's hard. I don't know if I'm ever going to get there. You know, you're going back to what we talked about in the very beginning, which is yes, we've been talking about in our membership program uh, called Glam, Go Live and Monetize. There is this thing we have called a phone. And if you find yourself, you know, doing all these activities, what do you do? One of the biggest things to move the needle is picking up the phone and calling someone. (laughs) Yeah. And that's my point, though. Lots of times we think we're so busy and we're doing all the stuff that we we think we need to be doing for our business when finding people to help you will actually help you grow your bottom line. Oh my so, gosh. So we're so stingy with the money that we make. We think we can't, uh, we're not there yet. We can't, you know, but the reality of it is you have to invest in yourself and in your business to actually grow. And, you know, a lot of times people will use the word scale. I think growth starts first and then you scale. Yeah. So uh, if you're at that place where, you know, it's just you, and you're trying to do it all and you're wearing all these hats and you're, you have some revenue, but you're like hoarding it because you think, you know, I, I got to do this. I got I got to make more. I got to make more, but you're out of flipping time mm. or you're spending your time on things that are not generating revenue for you. Stop. Take the leap of faith. Find someone who has a skill set that you don't have that can actually help you save time so that you can actually focus on things that make money for your business. I promise it will work. Focus on your family and focus on your family, right? Which then you'll have more time. You one, you won't be so stressed because you're trying to do all these things and wear so many hats that ultimately your business is struggling. And, and I bet you if your business is struggling, your family is struggling. Ooh, true. Right. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay. So this has been so awesome. Thank you so much. And I, I really, you know, I'm so big about, we're going to share all these tips so that you can like get whatever. I think it's so important for us to be able to take some time to talk about this side of things because like you and said, so much crossover. The interesting part is, you know, we intended to talk a lot about this balance thing, but we crossed over so many times. Right. But yeah. that's actually the way it is. And life and and business is it does cross over and there has to be that back and forth so that you have, you can build this life that you want. That's really what it's all about. You know, we, we start a business so that we can have a life that we don't currently have, you know, that we can have a better life. We can make a better life, life for our families. And yet lots of times we get to a place where, you know, that loses its focus. So it's, it's, I think more often than not, actually. Yes. And, and it's a, like we said, it's a constant thing. So this has been so awesome. I think there's been so many nuggets that we've gotten. Um, let me share some of them. Maureen says, nugget, if the business is struggling, chances are your family as well. Um, Elizabeth says, get help, do income producing activities, delegate the rest. Yes. Um, Maureen says her mind is busy. I know, right? Nugget, <laughs> write down what you're doing each day. And we're going to do this little challenge inside our Facebook group, which will be really fun. Shout out to her. Um, remember, 
comment below with the word show notes. You'll be able to get access to not only the show notes from today, but also to Kim's live video. Um, what it, tell us a little okay. bit about it before we sign off. Yes, it's a, it's brand new. I just really uh, revamped it. I had a toolkit before, but like I said, it was old. It needed refreshing. And so I've got new tools, uh, resources that I am loving. Uh, I shared with the with you the mirror, but there's some other uh, nifty things in there as well. So yeah. cool. So that will be in the show notes. And I wanted to show you about the mirror. This is that mirror impressions. Is that where is that the brand? It is Riki, R-I-K-I. Cool. It's a, it's a uh, this company, it's funny. I, um, it's, the, no, let me restate that. It's not Riki. That's the brand. That's the name of the Mira. But the company that produces these is a, is a company called Glamcore. And oh, yes, yes, yes. I've seen way that. Way back in the day, I mean, my first set of, like, video lights were Glamcore lights, you know, which I still have here somewhere and, you know. <laughs> I know. I swear I have seen that Glamcore because um, the company, there's a make a, a direct sales company that had their own special Glamcore mirror, which is super and, and cool. I think it's this. I mean, I think it's the same exact thing. It's just awesome. a, it's just a direct sales yeah. network marketing company. Oh, amazing. Okay. So I want to show you this mirror with Veronica right now too, because this, I got this mirror. Um, let me show you. It's super cool. And then we will wrap this up, but check this mirror out. Ready? What? Can you see the mirror that she's sitting at and working out with the lights? Can you turn the lights on? Over on the side, no. on the left-hand side. Watch. Wait. There's a switch there. Oh, wait. Let's go on. <laughs> it's like a big flat switch. Do you see it right there? Maybe it's on the other side. Other side. Just kidding. Uh, right there on the side. Uh, I promise it's awesome. Ah! <laughs> so now, did you get that? What? Where did you get that? Because like, I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. I'll put that in the show notes, too. It's from yeah. Impressions Vanity. And um, I didn't know, but they're actually here and really close. So I went to their studio and um, and I saw the little, they have little ones like this too. It's not exactly the same one, but um, I had my whole studio redesigned with my friend Audra and she found it. And then we got to go to the actual place and oh my gosh, it's a die for it. It's like all these amazing vanity mirrors and tables. And uh, that's awesome. One of the things I did that's very cheap um, was I uh, got what's called swing arm lamps. Have you, so oh, okay, I wish okay. you could see them because, well, maybe hang on. I don't know if I can pull them down far enough. I can't, but what okay. I, I've got this shelf above my, my desk here. So I see, I live stream from my set. Yeah. Like I've got several places or I, I prefer like right here in front of my computer because I've got three screens and actually yeah. five, but I only use really three. And um, yeah, it's my cockpit. And so, um, I was like, okay, I need light here. You know, I don't want to set up these lights all this big thing, you know, when I like when I go live. So I have this shelf and they're literally swing arm. Uh, you, so just, similar to, like this is my mic stand. Look at this. Um, you know, they, they attach like this, like this to, kind of, so you can do yep, this. Yep. Yep. And I push them up and down based on, you know, when I'm using them. And, and so I push them out of the way when I'm not using them. And so I, amazing. And Are those I do the kids? same thing. I do the same thing with my webcam. Um, uh, I have my webcam on one of those instead of keeping it on my, um, on my computer. Is this on your kit? Is this in your live video kit? You know, I, I, I think it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. That's so smart because but it like has to reset. I mean, right. Veronica has to walk through a, 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 a obstacle course in here. So I use a music stand, which I love. So my computer is on this music stand, but we definitely have to set it up. It takes only a couple minutes, but that's amazing. So it's just right there. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I just literally, I mean, I'm, I'm right now I pushed them out of the way. You can see the difference, right? Oh my gosh. There's so cool. <gasps> yeah. And I just literally push them up and out of the way. And that's so. This is why Kim Garst is the best. I don't know about that, but I love sharing the tips. <laughs> so good. Okay, we're going to take this last little minute and say goodbye. I want to also have everyone um, give some love to Tamara, one of our mall stars, um, who lost a family member recently, and it's oh. sure that it was they buried him a month ago today. And that's I'm why so sorry. So Tamar, you know, we love you so much. And I just can't wait till Tamar's amazing energy is ready to come back and share her magic with the world because she's such an important member of our community. So Tamar, we love you. <clears throat> member to you. Um, and I just want to thank everyone for joining us. The replay is available. Um, remember to comment below with the word show notes. Let's give the biggest fireworks show. Actually, do you know what a fireworks show is, Kim? Uh, no. Tell me. What's it is when you're on 
Facebook Live and there's a little hearts and likes, right? I think that that's my new one it was. Yeah, my friend Billy Funk calls it a fireworks show, which I love. So let's give a big fireworks show to Kim right now and then I'm going to take a screenshot. So Kim, let's give a big old cheesy smile. We'll do a fireworks show and then we will wrap <laughs> this puppy up. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. We've got to go this way. And then I'm going to smile. Ready? Here we go. Ah, Facebook changed. Yes. Yeah. Fireworks show. Okay. And I can't awesome. see it, you know, on the backside like this, you know. know. So and you know Facebook. what? It's crazy because Facebook changed now. So the fireworks don't go over our face. They go on the side. Yes. It's just and you can't see the comments either, which is, oh, you can see them, but you can't see who. So I'm like, ah. Oh yeah, which is cuckoo. Okay, I'm trying to take a screenshot. I'll take one later. I love the fireworks. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ken. Thank you. When you comment below with the word show notes, you'll be getting those show notes soon. And um, we'll have Kim's live video kit in there, which I can tell already is going to blow our minds. And just the biggest thank you. Hey, Kim, do you have reviews open on your business page? I do not have reviews open on my business page. Okay. If you want to head over to Kim's page, you could just like leave a message or a comment there, letting her know how great, grateful you are. Tag her, post about how awesome this was, share this video and tag Kim as a big thank you, because I just, I'm so grateful and um, whatever we can do to continue to support you and show our gratitude. And thank you. Thank you so much for having me and thank all of you for spending time with us. Yes. Ta-da. And thank you. Be live. TV, the magic that we are able to do. I love this tool so much. Awesome. Okay, get out there. Unlock your inner awesome and elevate it with the magic of Facebook Live. We'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us. My name is Molly Mahoney, and I love nothing more than helping you to unlock your inner awesome and elevate it with the magic of Facebook Live. If you liked what you hear, subscribe to this podcast, the Elevate Your Awesome Podcast. And don't forget to head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Prepared Performer. Until next time, keep spreading joy and elevating your awesome. One quick reminder, all of these podcast episodes are taken straight from Facebook Live. That's right, folks. If you want to see a video that goes with this podcast, if you want to be a part of the conversation, head on over to our Facebook page. And as always, you can find the show notes at thepreparedperformer.com.